Hello, everybody out there in podcast land. Surprise, surprise. Welcome to a bonus episode of The Road to Infinity. Uh, This podcast was supposed to be a lead-up to Infinity War, kind of get everybody caught up, uh, a retrospective look back on the other 18 movies of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I just, I didn't really have a plan for what we were going to do with Avengers Infinity War itself. Uh, I, I didn't know who was going to record it with me. I didn't know who I was even seeing the movie with. I was so wrapped up in this podcast for the past 18 weeks that I didn't really have a plan. So I bought a ticket on the fly for Thursday night. Saw it on Thursday night with, with a friend. And, uh, and it was awesome. Rocked my world. Um, and then Chris Daly, who had joined me for the first Avengers and for Age of Ultron, uh, called me and we were talking about uh, what we what I was going to do for an Avengers Infinity War episode. And I said, if you see it, you know, over this weekend, over this opening weekend, maybe we can record something quickly Sunday night. Originally, I was going to record something just after I saw the movie on Thursday. But uh, it's kind of a lot. There's a lot to talk about. So I was still processing it by the time Friday rolled around, and that's when Chris also got in contact with me. So <clears throat> uh, he asked me the same thing: "Do we, do you have a plan for Infinity War?" And I said I didn't really. So if if you if you have the time, let's record something. And so we did. And so here's the episode. And so it's very fitting in terms of recording. Chris Daly was. Uh, the second recording that I did overall. The first episode that I recorded was with Keith for Captain America, the first Avenger. And then I think the, the next day or the day after, I was recording both of these, uh, both the Avengers and Age of Ultron with Chris Daly. And now it's kind of fitting. He's here at the end for the third Avengers team up for Infinity War. So uh, this is it, guys. Um, uh, I'll let you know that in the episode we talk about, for the first, I'd say about 10-15 minutes, we just talk about the movie overall, our reactions to uh, different things, and no spoilers. So we don't talk about any specifics, and then in the recording we do warn you when we are about to start talking spoilers. So if you guys didn't manage to see it opening weekend, uh, you can listen to the first 15 minutes comfortably. And then you can turn it off and listen to the rest of it after you've seen it. Or, you know, at the very least, just be warned. That's when the spoilers begin. And again, Chris and I do a big build-up before we start getting into our in-depth discussion about a lot of the specifics of the movie. Anyway, I loved it. I'm so happy that he got that he did it. And I'm so grateful to him and also to all my guests. Uh, everybody that has joined me for this podcast Um, They are awesome people, awesome friends, who I just love having these kinds of conversations with. These fun and meaningful and funny and insightful conversations. I I know some brilliant people, brilliant and wonderful people, and uh, this podcast has only served to remind me of that. So thank you to all of them, and also thank you to all of you. If you've listened to any or all of these episodes or parts of them or whatever... Um, thank you so much. Um, thank you for sharing in that uh, in this whole journey with me. Um, it's been a lot of fun. It's been exhausting, uh, but uh, it, it's been it's been worth it. Like I said, so I hope it was worth it to you listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. Um, uh, I mentioned it 
I think last episode, but I want this podcast to come back in some capacity and maybe expand its scope. It started with this uh, because I thought it was a, you know, there was a set time time frame to how long this podcast would be, um, 18 episodes. And so that's great. Um, and I just wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. So here we are and we've done it. We've made it. And now I need to figure out what to do next. But anyway, thank you so much again. Uh, if you haven't seen Infinity War yet, uh, go and see it. Uh, enjoy it. Have fun. And, uh, and enjoy this episode, this bonus episode, episode number 19, with my friend Chris Daly, Avengers Infinity War. Enjoy. It's a, it's a, congratulations. It's the end of a, uh, oh, a long journey. It's been a, it, a marathon, it, as it were, yeah, for you. It feels, yeah, I said it after, I think for, I was recording my intro for Homecoming, and I said, man, like, it it feels like a long time ago. Like, I know, like, when you say 18 weeks, it doesn't, that doesn't seem like a lot. And then you say, oh, yeah. and then you say, basically, it was, it was January, February, it was basically four months. That feels like a long time. And then I don't know. Like I start, I start, I start recording it on December like twenty fourth. Uh, no, December twenty sixth. Ah, that seems like so long ago. <laughs> yeah, That's, that was a while. Yeah, Chris. Uh, first of all, so you just when did you see the movie? Oh, um, I saw it Friday. Okay. Uh, at midday with okay. my wife, and then I saw it again that night oh wow uh, friday night uh, with some friends so i had kind of two different experiences two different theaters um two different crowds yeah which was, was it, great was it uh was it full for the midday one um we went to one of those uh this place called the lot in san diego which is a uh, one of those places that they serve you like lunch or you know a meal and so there's only like 16 seats but they're all like these gigantic leather seats and oh, nice. um, but it was full-ish i don't i wouldn't say it was sold out okay the tickets are a little bit more expensive sure but, uh, for the experience that's um, very nice though. but but the yeah it's not it was a nice experience and i'm kind of glad i saw it again because you know the first one there was moments where i was like you know eating eating my lunch and <laughs> i was like wait what just happened because <laughs> i just didn't really get to uh see everything but so the second time was the first time was more of just like plot, and then the yes. second time I definitely recommend seeing it once more in yeah. the theaters, just because it's so you can enjoy the spectacle and hopefully have a good crowd. Yeah. Um, Did you get a good crowd for Friday night? Uh, Friday night, yes, yes. Great, good. Yeah, we had Friday a very. It was a really good one. Oh, that's good. We had a very appreciative crowd on Thursday, and I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed seeing it like that. That's always, I think that's always like the best experience, and then everybody was very respectful for the rest of the yeah. movie, so that was nice. Um, yeah. Because I've been in some awful crowds, uh, but yeah, I it, uh, yeah, I'm planning to see it again, 
probably on my day off. I'm not sure yet, but uh, hopefully after like the opening weekend uh, fervor has died down a little bit. Um, right. But yeah. Um, so overall, like, what were your what were your uh, thoughts and impressions? Well, I think the first thing we have to say, David, is we were wrong. How wrong we were, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it really was. We'll get into like, we'll get into the very like uh, we'll get into the very spoilery stuff. Yeah, we're in a we're, sec. Not, we're gonna do not spoiler stuff. Yeah. Here. So I, yeah. So I guess the first thing is <laughs> for for people that have watched listened to the podcast but not seen the movie. Yeah. That's the first thing. We'll we'll um, te- we'll tease that because we'll get to it. But yeah. like basically any every theory that was proposed on the podcast, um, in some Except way, one, it, I think. yeah, I think a couple of them. Uh, a couple of them are true, ended up being relatively true, but they found a way to do it. And then, like, mm-hmm. basically all the deaths <laughs> were very incorrect. Um, uh, we'll get to that. But we'll get to that. Um, so, so I think overall they pulled it off, you know? Yeah. They, uh, Marvel, you know, Marvel Films or whatever you want to call it, the MCU, I mean, like, the, it lived up to the hype. It was it was a buildup of epic proportions, and yeah. they definitely were able to, I think the biggest fear with a lot of people is one, was it going to live up to the hype? And yeah, it did. And then the other thing was, was, were they going to be able to juggle so many characters and do any of them justice? Or do they right. kind of cancel? Each- I mean, if, if Spider-Man three can't juggle three villains, right. What hope, can- what hope do we have for 18 <laughs> heroes? For eight, yeah. For night, like, there's like 27 or something. Yeah, it's something incredible. Um, yes, I agree with you. And it's also interesting because um, I think, like, overall, I liked Civil War a lot. And yeah. that was also the Russos. Um, and But some, I feel like there's a, a good contingent of people who didn't like it. And so I think there, yeah. was, there was some worry of, you know, that on a smaller scale was like the prelude to... Infinity War. So, sure. Can this work? This is like what tw- uh, uh, twelve heroes, and now uh-huh. in, and now in this one it's almost twice that. Like, uh-huh. so I think if you went in not liking Civil War, I think you were going to have a, a a huge problem with, you know, or a huge worry about whether they could pull that off in Infinity War. Yeah, um, and, and with Civil War, you know, th- it was they kind of came in with like, well, whose side are you on? Which is a very yes. almost antagonistic thing to do to a <laughs> somebody coming in. But but it's smart because it's like they're both heroes, so it's a win-win even sure. if you don't like one side. or I mean, of course you're going to like people on both sides because it's, it's fun. And, right. and everybody kind of knows it's a wink to the audience like, hey, they're fighting each other, wink. You know? yeah. like, they're not always, they're not going to be fighting each other forever and and they didn't. So I like that. And I th- so I'll, and I'll also say in in addition to that. So in addition to bringing all these characters in together, and then again, so that was impressive. So that was very impressive. I agree with you. Um, also, um, on top of that, <clears throat> they basically, um, and this isn't spoiler eight because we won't. I won't go into the specifics of it just yet. But they they managed to find a way to also give us. A, a, a lot of story and a lot of uh, screen time to our main villain. Yes. Uh, which I was, so that, I was that's very other, intrigued by. Yeah. That was probably the other big 
I think revelation of this movie is that it's 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 Thanos's movie. I mean, it might yeah. as well have been called Avengers <laughs> Thanos yeah. Rising or something yeah. like that. You know, it's Enter Thanos um, or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the porn um, parody. Yeah, yeah, that's the porn movie. Infinity needs. Oh no. Um. All right. So. <laughs> Yeah, so it's very much Thanos' movie. Yes. Um, it's, it's, you know, and he's completely, in his mind, justified mm-hmm. of like, hey, this makes sense. This is, th- there's a problem, and I have a way to solve it, and some people call me crazy. I love it when they're, he's like, some people called, they called me mad, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it didn't work, and I was, I was right, so I did it, and, and he has, he has proof that the theory works, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, of like Gamora's planet, and um, so which you I'm also not really which spoiling you, anything, so. yeah. You also see that well, it's you know, it's it's been established in other movies, and and we kind of knew that that was going to play a big part. Was that Zoe Zaldana's character Gamora is one of the adopted children of Thanos, and yes. um, and so we we do see his backstory overlaps with that backstory and um so we get a little bit more insight into uh why gamora is the way she is and also um and also like her her kind of long play in in this in this whole story yeah Um, Yeah, and and uh not just gamora but also nebula i think yeah it's it's important to include her because you know She's also a daughter of Thanos, is what I can say right now in the non-spoilers. Right. Um, And then I'll also say, going back to what you said, too, is, like, not only did they balance the characters well, I thought it was... um, I thought it was a really wonderful way of, of bringing all these characters together. I think they found ways to make them meet up very naturally, and um, the characters that... The characters that uh, get grouped up, uh, grouped up mm-hmm. together, are a good fit, and it's and it's fun to watch. And then having uh, juggling back and forth between all of those groups, um, yeah. I thought was very well handled. I thought it was very cool. And yeah, it, and you know, it could have been just a narrative disaster, but yeah. I think that the cuts were done really well. The timing doesn't didn't seem unbelievable. I mean, the one thing I was kind of worried about was Thor's journey back to earth right but but they but they said it you know and they said it in a way that wasn't confusing and it was already kind of set up and right and it was like okay that's cool yeah like he yeah they had that power so that's fine um and they knew so yeah and we and we kind of know almost almost off the bat that it's like the end game has to be earth because you know we've already seen that that's where mm-hmm. that's where a majority of the of the Infinity Stones are, um, yeah. At least of at least of the ones that have been established, um, yeah. And the, and they go into that too in the in the in the movie. I like I like the recap of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. I think spo- spoiler free. You know, the going into this movie, you're going to be happy with. There's a lot of really great moments for all of the core characters. You know, yeah. the the guardians. Sometimes it's it's just a line or two, but there are some really good exchanges. Like and yes. and I think I want to say 
maybe you know more about this. Uh, James Gunn directed the segments with the Guardians. You know, or I at was, least he wrote the script maybe for them. Yeah, or? I was curious about that because it se- it did seem like that. It seemed like the characters that had kind of a separate um, director going into this, uh, or you know, uh, creative team. I felt like they had a hand in in doing that. Thor felt felt right out of Ragnarok, so like under right. Taika. And then yeah. like Black Panther and Wakanda, like that all all of them felt like right out For of Ryan, Ryan Coogler. Coogler. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I, I think I don't they think... definitely was a collaborative nature, at least in the sure. writing or the story or something like that. Yeah, I think they at least had a hand great. in it somehow. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I thought that was great. And that's very comics, you know, like they'll have meetings inside of Marvel with for comics where right. they're talking about crossovers. And that's exactly what they do. They bring in writers from all the teams. They're like, mm-hmm. this is our main storyline. This is what you should do in your individual storylines. Mm-hmm. Everybody go off and do your thing. But then this is what needs to, you need to be at XYZ yes. point when this needs to happen for the big crossover. Right. And that way it works. You know, yeah. all of your, all of your strings are attached and, and everything needs to, there's no like loose threads. And I don't think there was any loose threads. No. And I think like the loose threads that had been in the air going into this. I, I think I, I felt sufficiently answered. I felt like they I felt satisfied by how they tied up some of the hanging loose ends going into it. Um, There's a couple of things that we'll get into later, but uh, that that I do have questions about. That it's right. like more like things that got left open for this. That that will probably get um, answered in four. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, I hope so. Oh, I mean, yeah, right. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go into it right now, but um, yeah. The the um, the other thing I'll mention, kind of since we're in the spoiler-free section, yeah, is um, the uh, I think the cinematography on this one, and just like movie making stuff, yeah. So the 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 visual was really well done. It could have been um, because there's a lot of CGI in this, yeah, um, a lot. Like yeah, a, a lot half of half the characters, of over half the characters, know, yeah, yeah. Are I mean. Thanos and all of his kit, like his Black Order. Right. I mean, you have Hulk, you have Groot, you have, um, you know, anybody pretty like much the, like the Iron Suits. Um, yeah, the Iron Suits. Anything in space. Um, you know, like oh, for, boy. there's so much stuff. Like all of the attacking, whatever those things were that were, you know, in Wakanda. Um, there was a ton. Of, yeah. And, and it and it could have taken you out of it, and I didn't. And I think just that was really good. The editing was really tight. Mm-hmm. Um, the writing was. It it just felt so like they were speaking. They were speaking. Uh, you know, the way that the characters should. And then there were definitely times where they called each other out on the way that they were talking. Yes. Um, so it didn't get too self-aware or like too heavy or serious or something like that. Yeah. Um, Tony Stark and um, Doctor Strange had a good moment, you know, where he yes. was like, <laughs> I forget what what is Strange says, and he's like, he's like, hitherto uh, where? <laughs> oh yeah, he says he says yeah, he has like a kind of weird Shakespeare line from whence he came, and yeah, like, Iron Man's like, did you just say from whence he came? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or yeah. something like that. You might as well have said hither hitherto. I think is what yeah. was the response. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it was a, I I think it was really uh yeah it was really well put together going off of what you said about the CGI like Thanos there are shots where Thanos is like just walking and standing there and it's like it, it you, he looks like a 
like a person standing there. It looked like there was weight mm-hmm. to how he was standing. You know, it it, it and and yeah. CGI is is we've come a long way, but it's still it's still very hit or miss. You know, like you have to you right. you see on one end of the scale you see like real real shoddy CGI in still big budget movies um and then and then you 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 know you go to the other end of it and there's some good stuff uh you know Planet of the Apes I think is really great but like right I don't know it, for for a character like monkeys you can believe like that's like cuz we have monkeys you know we or, or apes we don't have we don't have somebody like Thanos so it's like to to get us to buy into that I think is a, a real big job and yeah I, I think they yeah I think they pulled it off yeah it's uh and it and it looked there were a couple shots that I was like is that Josh Brolin in makeup like it, <laughs> it, it looked really yeah. it wasn't just a motion capture like they really took his performance mm-hmm. and he you know because I just remember seeing him in no country for old men and and uh yeah. and, and like just these you know he's a really amazing actor and he nailed it like yeah. he just really brought a lot of weight right. to this character and it's a t- it's a tough character to pull off because he's not just um I, I'm, I'm i'm gonna go so far as to say this is probably my favorite villain in, in all of the marvel yeah um i mean you know there's, there's a lot of good villains but yeah and there's some that didn't work as you've talked right. about yeah but i think this one like you have to make this He's, villain. he's definitely up there for me. Um, yeah, I mean, you can make him like he could have been like not well acted, but still been very powerful and whatever. But like, right. this this was a really good performance, and he and, he, and he, mm-hmm. he made it real, and he made it kind of you know like you felt for him in, yeah. in a way. You're like you're like, oh wow, he so he does care about these people, and he does have a reason for doing this. Right, and you could kind of see his point of view, even though he's you know, way yeah, wrong. He's, about... Yeah, he's he's way out of line on how he's going to do it, but he has a a solution to our problem. Um, and but but everybody disagrees with his method is the only thing. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, we'll get to that because I one of my favorite moments is his performance, but it is due to his performance. Um. But. I, yeah, I say, I, oh, I say, let's get into it because I think that covers like it, it is a well-made movie. I think it pays off real well. There was also something I was gonna, I was gonna say. Um, I just read this quote from Kevin Feige about like how Phase Four and and everything post Avengers Four is going and all that, and mm-hmm. I liked it. And I thought like you and me, especially as like improvisers, I especially like this quote because it, it, people. There's kind of this like mythology and urban legend that's built up around the MCU now, which is like they have this great plan, and it's like this been this like ten <laughs> years of like you know like it's totally planned out and everything. And like yes, I think it is to a point, um, but like Feige admitted to you know what he kind of likes to do is, and and he and he was talking specifically about Avengers Four is like we're gonna do this, and some of these movies that are post. Avengers 4 are already planning and and, and some of them are even starting to film a little bit or script right and he's like Avengers 4 is going to happen and those filmmakers are then going to have to adjust to what the fallout of that is because they they might not know right exactly and I (laughs) I, I like that I like that there's a bit of uncertainty to it 
And he said that that's what we did in the first phases as well, because like, you know, we didn't have a, a clear idea of what was going to happen over these 10 years of movies. Um, yeah. Things would change. And they said, you know, we, we would let people know. It's like you said, like those people had to have a collaboration in the crossover because like Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther, they were in production as Infinity War was going into production, you know? Right, so, right. Hey, just a heads up, like this character has to be able to do this. But also, like, they didn't know everything that was going to uh, fall out from that and, and build up to that. So I thought that was an interesting thing. Should we should we get into the meat of it? I will warn everybody now, folks, if you're listening and you haven't seen Infinity War, if you're trying to avoid the opening weekend crowds um, yeah. and you would like to go into the movie not spoiled, uh, stop listening now <laughs> because ahead there be spoilers. Here's the musical cue that warns you that after the music is over, it's there's going to be spoilers. Great, here we go. That was a little theme from the Avengers. <laughs> I love it. I love that Alan Silvestri did all the music. Uh, it was so yeah. cool. Ugh. Anyway, uh, Chris Daly... Uh, let's just go right in. <laughs> I'll just go right in hot to it. You said you had a good crowd for Friday night. It was a good crowd. They really reacted to jokes. They cheered. Who got when... Who got the biggest response when they came into the movie? Uh, I think when Thor came in, came back to Earth. Yeah. Uh, with his, you know, uh, axe and and just all the like that was the biggest. Like yeah, like, <laughs> heck yeah! And yeah. Even even uh, Bruce Banner was like, "Oh, you guys are in for it now!" Yeah, I love <laughs> that. Just, it was just like super hype. Like yes, this 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 is awesome. Like next level, you know. And we've we've all seen Thor, you know, and Ragnarok with his lightning powers. And now he's got this awesome new weapon. So they kind of set it up as like, "Oh, he's gonna kill Thanos!" Like that. This is they, this they is it. it. Like up. they are gonna do it in one movie, maybe. Yeah. And and it's the the last killing blow, you know. Like Thor comes in late to he, you know, punches Thanos, punches all the other heroes, and then Thor's got this like last like, oh man, I hope his axe is really worth it, and then he chops him. But you know, they had they had me buying the last moment up until up until Thanos said something. I I, I yeah. thought, oh oh, I guess wow, uh, they're doing it. They're gonna kill him. Yeah, and I I even. I even thought they they were like I forgot about the time thing, um, right? And uh, you know, I guess if you were really into it, you'd be like, "Oh, it's predictable or whatever." But I was like, "I was like, oh man, they they did it! Like, they, how, what's he gonna do? Is he gonna make another Infinity? Or is right. he gonna?" I, yeah, well, like, we should we should say so. So the the last possible second, uh, Thanos has gotten all the other stones, and uh, and Vision finally convinces Wanda to destroy the Infinity Stone, uh, the yeah. Mind Stone, uh, in Vision's forehead. And she does it. And it's it comes very down to the wire. Thanos, he's, mm-hmm. She's, like, holding back Thanos, and and uh, and he's approaching, and finally the stone explodes, Vision dies. And, and yeah, I, I had the same thought. I was like, oh, shit, what are they going to do? What are they, what is he, is it over? Yeah, and, and then, I love that he comes up to Wanda, and he's like, I understand. Yeah, I I've I've understood this pain too. Yeah, and she's like, no, you could never t- understand. <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah, you know, we got we got lots of time. And then yeah. he'll, he'll and he switches it back, oh. and he goes back in time. The Infinity Stone or the uh, when he act, the, when he um, activates the Time Stone, P- 
people yeah. in people in my audience went like audibly were like oh no no <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh no and then, and then he gets vision and vision dies again like he dies yeah twice that's the worst the, <laughs> the worst of a thing. minute you know if you go back in time <laughs> that's i feel so bad for that dude um yeah and it I, just goes gray it was such a good like yeah that was, was such cool. a heart-wrenching moment for Wanda and for him and you're just like oh yeah, yeah I love that character oh and um so maybe we jump too far <laughs> yeah maybe we, yeah we got all if too we got very to far this, ahead. hoping for a like a update of kind of what this movie is <laughs> um, um so how I explained this to one of my friends before we saw it and kind of I think it's a good thing even knowing spoilers is this movie I think what they did because they had so many characters is it's a collection of things getting paid off. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's, uh, couplings of characters that you needed to see some sort of pairing of. Yes. And, and then it's lots of awesome action. Right. Um, like you, you had to have, you know, amazing fights that we had never seen before in places that we'd never seen fights before. Right. And we kind of, I mean, Wakanda, we'd seen a big fight there, but we hadn't seen a fight of that magnitude, I think. I mean, even the Battle of New York was, it was different because it was just like sheer numbers of just these crazy looking dogs, you know, space dogs. Yeah, these weird, weird four-armed things. Yeah. And then, but even like the fight on Titan, you know, was, was kind of big scale because the gravity was weird and, um, I love the and, fight. I love the fight on Titan because it's even even in even in the Battle of New York, um, or I know we talked about it in Age of Ultron. You know, we get to see mm-hmm. it very briefly at the beginning, where every the the Avengers operate as a team, and yeah. um, the 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 Titan fight against Thanos, and it's it's the Guardians plus the, Do- plus Doctor Strange plus, plus Spider Man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a great. Like that that's coordinated and an Iron Man and it's a yeah. coordinated like a team effort, which is which is really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was cool. I mean, I was wondering how you know, like, okay, so they have a team of a sort of makeshift team of Iron Man, Doctor Strange and Spider Man. They're gonna run into half of Guardians, kind of, or like three of them and it's like oh that's a weird pairing but like you know they all kind of but it makes sense they're they're uh like when they when the guardians got into the ship and they already landed on titan before thanos showed up like that whole little mini battle of them fighting each other yes um was great like (laughs) that was a great little moment you know spider-man shooting uh uh, Mantis and, and Iron Man, like, you know, phasing it or shooting at the Star Lord and, and just all their little bits and they're, uh, trying to work out, like, wait, wait, yeah. who do you serve? <laughs> like, that got, that got the biggest laugh, the exchange of, uh, uh, where is Gamora? Where, why is Star- Gamora? <laughs> and then Drax finishes <laughs> with, why is, Ga- yeah. why is Gamora? <laughs> that got one of the biggest laughs and, yeah. Of course, it came from the Guardians. I thought that was great. Um, yeah. I like it because that 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 set of them, Peter yeah. Peter Quill, Stark, and then Doctor Strange is very. That's a very like Star Trek uh, trio yeah. setup. 
you know? That you is got, very Star Trek. Yeah, you've got, yeah. you've got Captain Kirk, Stark, you know, and then, it, who's all ego, literally all ego, and yeah. then, and then Quill is just id, like, yeah, no, like, I'll do a better plan, you know, like, let's, let's just go in, guns blazing, right. you know, and Strange right. is the one who's, Strange is Bones, or, um, uh, right. is Spock, is Spock, and he's like, no, 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 we've got to figure out all these factors and everything like that. And Spider-Man was kind of check off. Right? <laughs> he was just sort of like, "I'll do whatever you want." Yeah, but the he's the but he's the Anton Yelchin check off. Oh yeah. yeah, I know, it's, I know, very sad. But he's like the young, you know, it's like true. oh yeah, it's, yeah. He he was yeah. He's channeling Anton Yelchin. Um, um, so yeah. since we kind of got into it, maybe we should just say like our favorite comedic moments in this movie because I sure. feel like it's going to get into the heavy stuff too. Oh yeah, let's um, do it. So think, favorite comedic moments. Yeah, what was you, yours? you mentioned one? I thought the. Uh, I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. Was was oh. a great. <laughs> not o- like not only so funny, but like I, I I kind of odd because I the Cap is just the Cap's my favorite. So yeah. for him to be so earnest, <laughs> earnest yeah, in, in that, that moment, moment. <laughs> I didn't know I, I I didn't know that I needed that interaction before this movie. <laughs> yeah, like how, how are they gonna have Groot in any of and Thor? Of course, is like. Uh, that's the tree. He's yeah. my friend. Also, my friend. Also, that's my friend. I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, uh, he was great. Um, and I'm pissed at myself. And I and I think, uh, you know, I think all of us should have seen this coming. Uh-huh. That Rocket and Bucky, would right? Have, like, Rocket would have sent, looked at Bucky and been like. I'm gonna get that. Oh. And I'm like, God, of course. He's of course, do that yeah. I, yep, I agree with you. I was mad too because as soon as he said oh. it, as soon as he said it, I went, Oh, I like that's so good. It's even, so brilliant. Even even something small like that, they managed to have paid off. Like you know, like yeah. a, a little a little running joke like that. Um, yeah. Uh, L- Loki's, uh, you know, at the beginning, you know, Loki has the line that was there was. Little things that they've yep. that they had references to previous movies, like Loki says, "We have a Hulk," and the Hulk comes out. You oh. know, that was a cool little moment. Um, the uh, I mean, that, that was kind of funny, but it was more like action funny, a yes. cool badass moment funny. Um, I think uh, <laughs> Thor saying, "Not if you know, only if I die," and then um, uh, Eitri or what is his name? E- yeah, Eitri? yeah, Peter Dinklage's uh, um, character. Peter Dinklage's character, the dwarf. Who runs the forge? Yes. Um, he's like, yes. Well, that's what. Dying yes, means. that's what that is. <laughs> that, that's what death, that's what dying. And that was that was really funny. I will say, Peter Dinklage got I th- I feel like an inadvertent laugh for his entrance because everybody was like, oh my god, there's it's Peter Dinklage and he's a yeah. he's playing a giant. <laughs> like he's a giant dwarf. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> he is irony itself. Oh, it was great. Um, but it also yeah. it also uh, kind of annoyed me because I always had thought that Game of Thrones in Game of Thrones I always thought he was doing his accent was a choice like it was a very clear mm-hmm. purposeful yeah. accent that he was doing and now I and now he did the same one in this movie and yeah. so I, I kind of now just think that that's what Peter Dinklage thinks British people sound like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I'm surprised um, Spider I'm surprised Peter Parker. And Star Lord didn't have more uh, funny lines. Yeah. I mean, they had like kind of reaction lines. You know, mm-hmm. Star Lord had a lot of like, "I'm going to shoot the scrotum out of your face" or whatever, and, like, <laughs> right? Like stuff like that. But it was more just like little quips. It wasn't like memorable lines. And, and right. Peter Parker, I was, I, did he? 
trying to remember if he had like. I think his. I mean, I think his. I I think the best laugh that he got was. I mean, it was more for us, obviously. It was another callback. Well, he got the suit, right? Well, it was another call. Oh, that one was good too. But it was a callback to um, uh, Civil War because he said, "I know. I did you ever see this really old movie called Aliens?" Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's that was good. I liked that a lot. Um, that was good. Oh, and I think we we can't we can't go by the the. I think one of the other biggest laughs of the movie was they cut to. When they finally cut to the Guardians the, for the first time, the the space. title the title card yes. just says space. The title card of space. Yes, that was <laughs> that was so good. Uh, uh, and and that was just one of those little like that's the writers yeah. like, saying, "Hey, we're gonna have we're gonna make a joke." Right. <laughs> it's like yeah. and it's us. And they're like, and that's they were the kind writer of the comic book, and it would come up with like a a caption yes. in a box, and it would just say space right <laughs> like, and they're kind of making fun of um the absurd title cards in civil war too right right which were like the big the big ones that took up the whole screen mm-hmm. ridiculous um yeah i like that they they were having fun with that and i, I was kind of saying hey it's it's time to lighten things up a little bit yeah you know and because because the they, opening because the opening is intense and uh opening's heavy yeah heavy. i mean you lose well, uh, so even that concludes our our joke section. Right, that's <laughs> the joke. Jokes. That's the jokes because I know there's going to be a lot of heavy stuff coming up. But like, uh, even from the beginning, like over over the Marvel logo, you just hear the the distress signal from the from the mm-hmm. from the Asgard ship. Um, okay, so here's my question about that. Okay, go, yeah. Uh, there's no mention or showing of Korg. Right. And there's no Valkyrie. Right. I so. I have two, I have two theories about that. It's either uh, one. I either think that Thor said, "Get as many people as you can off of you know an escape ship or whatever they had," sure. yeah. and 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 he put Valkyrie in charge of that because yeah. I, because the only reason that I I think he had to force her to do it is because if he didn't, I feel like she would have stayed and been on that ship to fight Thanos. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. And then the other, I, I, and yeah, then the other like, one was kind of my yeah theory. Like uh, hope is that maybe they're they're uh, yeah. not going to get rid of those characters, right? I don't think, and I don't think they did either. I think that was a very purposefully done shot that you 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 see them walking through the bodies and they're not among mm-hmm. the dead. The other thing is that he spares half of the Asgardians. So mm-hmm. what I, what did he put them on? Did he put them on another ship or something? You know. So I think um, Korg and Valkyrie are. Are with the half that survived, that were spared. Oh yeah, okay. Cause, so like, yeah, because they have a, a big ship, but only like they only destroy that one part of the ship. Right. Because Ebony Maw has the line where he says, "You know, half of you have been spared today." Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Uh, yeah, but I, but that like, I think that that really set the tone for what was about to happen mm-hmm. in those opening, very heartbreaking, intense minutes of that of this movie. <laughs> And do you think Loki is still alive? I heard uh, some people that were like, "No, it's just a, it's an illusion." Like he he did the thing that he does. Right. I mean, he basically did the same thing he did in Dark World, where he faked his own death and. Right. You know, you you think he gets stabbed? I think he got stabbed in that one too, or at least right. heavily wounded or something. And and it's like, oh, but he's still alive. Maybe. Yeah, but <laughs> he, he was... has the same like endurance as Thor. Right, but he was. <sighs> 
but he was material. Like it, he wasn't a ghost, like in in yeah. Ragnarok, because like Thanos choked him. You know, like it wasn't like a. Yeah, it wasn't. That's true. I don't know. It 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 did feel kind of. It did feel kind of weird to me. Um, the only out of character sort of thing was that. I, I'm 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 a little flabbergasted that Loki didn't have a plan past that moment. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And that's the only thing. Like, wait. He Loki... didn't play it for the long game of like, yeah. let me get on, let me get to Earth, and then right. I'll try to kill, like, earn your trust, and exactly. Like, yeah, like to that effect. I think like because I think like Gordy and I had talked about like, oh, I think Loki, you know, does give up the Tesseract to, to spare Thor, but then he he goes in service of of Thanos, like, he travels with him so that he's our POV character for Thanos, you know? Um, but yeah, and then, and then it wasn't, it was, it was just, it was, it was Thanos kind of cleaning up the, the Battle of New York catastrophe, you know? Loki, Loki had already failed him, so he was like, fuck this guy, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Here's something I was thinking of, too, is, is, other than the Power Stone and the Reality Stone. That's the, mm-hmm. the purple one, which we just hear about yes. Xandar getting decimated. Yes. Um, and I kind of wish there was a little scene about that. Like, the, uh, I was hoping for a Glenn Close... Uh, <laughs> a cameo, um, yeah. Uh, who was the other guy that was um, in uh, Guardians? Uh, that... Oh, my God. Um, um, John... Uh, John, uh... John O'Reilly... Oh, boy. Oh, God, what's his name? <laughs> This always happens. <laughs> oh, uh, this yeah. always happens. John C. Riley. <laughs> John C. Riley. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, it always no, happens I, with I names. I keep forgetting. Like, oh yeah, he was in. He was in Guardians. Right. Um. But I was kind of hoping for like the little cameo of them, like Thanos coming in or his people or whatever, and just you know taking that. Mm. Um. But it was just kind of talked about, and I get it. You know, length, blah blah blah. Right. Um, I also think like kind of narratively too. I was thinking about this after I saw it that like. The the power stone and the space uh, tesseract, the space stone, they kind of fulfill the same thing narratively for Thanos. So it's like it's it's him uh, correcting past mistakes. So like like the Battle of New York was was a was right. a failed invasion. You know, um, Ronan you know went rogue in Guardians and and didn't get the so power he had stone to get it himself. Yeah. yeah, so he had to. That's literally when he says, "I'll do it myself." Um, right. So. We didn't need to see him do both of those things. Um, sure. And the and ultimately, like I, I believe me, I would have liked to see Glenn Close and John C. Riley as well. But uh, in terms of character, I think you know, get having to watch him, um, uh, you know, we see him choke out Loki. You know, the the man who the the god who always has a plan. You know, yeah. and then also like Hulk, like that shows us right away. Like the first person he kicks ass is Hulk, <laughs> yeah, who whom we've only seen best everyone. You know, yeah, maybe Thor, you know, could stand up, can stand up to the Hulk. Right, they, they've definitely gone head to head. But like Thanos, just like cleans him up. Thanos, and, Thanos and, boxes. And isn't him. <laughs> that the reason? And this is kind of jumping around a little bit. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's. Don't you think that's the reason that Hulk doesn't come out for the oh, rest of the movie? He's oh, kind of like, no, because he's he's basically like, <laughs> nope, I got my ass kicked. I'm not going to do that. I'm 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 like I had performance anxiety. Yeah, he's legitimately afraid of him. I I I totally agree with you. That's the exact reason that I thought he wasn't going to he wasn't going to rejoin the battle anytime soon. Yeah, um, I, I like that. I like that. That's a little setup for 
something that's to come. And, right. You know, that banner's still around so that they can they can justify that my, um, my for thought, the next one. Tell me if you had this thought, though, in the middle of the... Like, around that time, in the middle of the movie. I thought, especially when they were fighting in Wakanda, I thought, like, the two kids of Thanos that were fighting Hulk were going to almost kill Banner. And then, like, Banner was going to be in a... Like, he was going to get, like, mortally wounded, and that was when the Hulk would come out. Oh, sure. You because, mean, the, like, the big giant dude and the other... Yeah, yeah. Corvus Glaive, I know, was, like, the little goblin one with the staff. Right. I don't remember the yeah. big guy's name. The big guy's, like, Obsidian? Uh, the Ob- woman was Proxima Midnight. Yes. And then Corvus Glaive was the guy in the hood, I think, right? Yeah, the hoodie. He's, like, he looks like a goblin, kind of... Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that guy. And then Ebony Maw was the was a was a Squidward. Oh my god, <laughs> such a good character, like just him. Yeah, him like just creepily talking, even from the first oh. scene of just like you have been chosen. Oh. You know, it's like oh, it's that guy, and he's yeah. just so. And he, plus, he's telekinetic. Like oh holy yeah, shit. don't like that. All I could think of when I was watching it the second time, because I'm really into D and D as well, uh-huh. um, is like. Oh, so he's he's a sorcerer, and like Thanos, has, you know, he has. It's a great you got team. Your, your your gladiator, and he just took he he failed his crit save, and you know, <laughs> just like, thinking about it, like they they're balancing the party. Yeah, like, you've got your paladin. You got it's like, a good balance. Your barbarian. Yep. Thor had to level up and get a new weapon. <laughs> right, right. They legitimately scared their uh their their Hulk. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you are considered frightened. <laughs> <laughs> you are considered frightened. You're going to have to put on this new uh, upgraded armor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this new this new mithril to get you through those. You have next disadvantage battles. on all attack rolls. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. But but that's what I was uh, that's what I was commenting on earlier in the non spoiler part is like it's it's so reliant on Ebony Ma, on yeah. Thanos, on all these people who are all cgi and that's hard to pull off yeah it is and, um, and, and yeah. make it intimidating and believable and that you care about the characters that it's not just gonna be like well you know they're just cgi characters so they're not gonna stick around you don't know i mean yeah th- i don't think anybody knew like people were like well thanos is definitely gonna be a dude but like maybe all of them would have stick around to the end i mean like they could right. they could have definitely done that they could have stuck around to the next movie i mean no one no one really knew that right you know these aren't characters that we care about but as soon as they made their appearances you were like oh man (laughs) they're 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 going toe-to-toe with our heroes right but so what i was going to say is with the stones other than the other than the uh power stone and the reality stone every stone that i think we see thanos get um somebody is sacrificed for that like there's some sort of no, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do it to save somebody else. Right. Uh, uh, so there's a sacrifice but there's also like a uh, a a trade of like yeah. so Loki gives the tesseract to save Thor. Right. Um you know uh Doctor Strange saves Tony to give him the time stone. Right. Um uh the the soul stone um is kind of the soul kind of the reverse of that. Yeah, the soul it's, stone's it's like the, the subversion. To... It's it's that's the life that's taken for it. Yeah, and uh, that's the that's the no. I, it, we're not gonna 
you don't get to keep somebody like you have to you have to give that up right you know but even like with the um uh the mind stone you know vision it's like wanda has to has to sacrifice vision and right. even when she does and then it has to happen again in some way so it's it's an it's, it's interesting like i like that they did that as like everything came at a price like every yes well then they se- and they set that up too cap uh says to vision i think when they arrive in wakanda finally he he says mm-hmm. we don't we don't trade lives yeah and... i think it's in new york oh, okay still in new york Great, and he he says that line, and and that's true. Like you just said, like you you put it perfectly. Of all of the all of the stones except for the soul stone, really, and we don't really see the reality stone, but like they are lost. They are lost in bargains. Um, you know, we don't trade yeah. lot. We don't trade lives. So he so Loki doesn't let Thor die, and gives him the tesseract instead. And and yeah. same with the with the time stone. You know, Doctor Strange doesn't let Thanos kill Tony. Yeah. Okay, so that's a big thing we have to talk about too. Like, I, there's a couple things setting up things that'll happen in the next movie. Yes. And that's probably one of the most important things is Doctor Strange has the moment where he uses the time stone. He does use the time stone. Yes. Um, Thanos thinks he doesn't, but he uses it to to look in the future and he sees a million mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. possible things. And he sees and he says, "And I see one." that we win. Right. And everything else we lose. It, yep. It's kind of... So then, Strange has this moment where he's like, no, no, I'm going to give it to you, no tricks, but you have to spare Tony. Right. And so, you know, everybody saw the movie, was like, well, clearly, he saw that Tony plays a part in um, them winning. Right. Of them at least having a chance of winning. Yeah. So that's and, why he has to stay alive. And and even my my friend who I saw the movie with as well even went even further and said like from the time like all of them formulating that plan from the moment that Strange says there's only one way that we win he's orchestrating everything to happen exactly how he needs it to happen so that they win. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, the the team attack on Titan attack on Titan, the team attack <laughs> on <laughs> on Titan is even its failure is the is exactly the plan. Yeah. And and yeah and and ugh, there's another one that you and I should talk about because my friend brought up a, a much more harrowing point about that about the end of the movie. So we'll get there, because I want to talk about yeah. that. I, I do really like the, the idea that, you know, Doctor Strange did it because earlier on he was like, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to save the stone. And then I like the fact that they kind of bond and he changes his mind. But then, you know, if he's doing it strategically, it's like, oh, it almost takes away from that, you know. But I think yeah. there is a little bit of both. Like, he's kind of doing it because he respects Stark by the end. Yes. And he's like, I'm willing to, I, I don't want him to die. Like I really don't want him to die, but right, I also right. strategically know that this needs to happen. So I, mm-hmm. I kind of want to believe it's both, even though it's yeah. Because I, I I wanted I think Strange needed a little bit. Like he had some cool moments, but like you know he still and you guys talked about this on the Strange podcast. Uh, he he's he's very much a kind of a dick. Yeah, <laughs> and he's, he's a little cold. He, yeah, he's like I don't care about this kid. I don't care what's this going on. Like. I, you know, I'm just, we swore an oath to protect the stone. I don't right. care about you. And, and, and it's very, I kind of guess that's, that's his character. Yeah. Um, 
which I, is fine. I think what's important too is that I think like a kind of character development that's a little implied is that like in in him viewing those like you know whatever 14 million iterations and mm-hmm. seeing the one especially where they win he under he starts to understand the genius and like what a good uh-huh. influence tony is and so i think yeah. in that he learns that oh there is something to care about you know with right. this character that i initially detested because it's it it, it is very cuz i will say He's a good Benedict Cumberbatch is a good actor. So when he oh, yeah. when he says on the ship like I will not hesitate to protect the stone and let you or the boy die, that's a it's very it's very definitive and you it's very that. cold. <laughs> yeah, you believe it. Yeah, but there and is if a, he goes in the future and he sees things where even he lives, but yeah. then they lose, or that he sees things where he lo- he dies or right. gets obliterated or whatever he sees, but then he wins it's like that's got to affect strange in a way where he's it's kind of like his moment at the end of his movie where he's like okay i'm willing to sacrifice myself exactly it's the right thing to do and it's how we're gonna beat this guy exactly and he also and he also said and then and then that's so that's that moment when he does try to you know he does bargain with thanos there it's such a different read it's such a it's a uh, Mm -hmm. such a change in his acting because I, I think there is. I think it's a bit of both that he does he does seem more sympathetic and more caring, yeah. and I liked that. I, I think it was subtle, but uh, but a good implication of the character. How do you think Thanos knows about Stark? Oh man, I, I just asked that of somebody else who saw it today too. I've had friends texting me all weekend, like as they've as they've as they have been seeing it, <laughs> and like that was the t- one thing I was like, oh. did we miss something? Like that? Yeah, maybe maybe uh, his underling at the end of the um, Avengers movie found out all the names and right. he was like, yes, he's there led by this yeah. Tony Stark. Yeah, he, <laughs> His Tony, name is yeah. Anthony Stark. Yeah, Tony Stark threw that nuclear bomb at us and, yeah, and I mean, destroyed the Chitauri. Uh, I, I think it's either that. That I think that's per, per good. Like, I, I'm, I'll accept that. I've also been, like, reading uh, that, like, the Soul Stone once attained Grant's knowledge of mm-hmm. every soul in the in the yeah, universe. Sure. So yeah. he knows. And he has it at that point, and he just knows Tony. Um, but I'd, I'd also, okay. yeah, I'd also just be willing to believe that like Tony or that Thanos would know the most dangerous people in the universe, mm-hmm. and I and yeah. Tony is for sure like on uh, if not number one on that list, he's in the top ten <laughs> of most dangerous this is people. To the ground. Yeah, oh, for sure. Tabs. Yeah, for sure. sure. He's got probably got some feelers. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh red skull um <laughs> probably the biggest what the fuck moment in this movie that nobody saw coming. no nobody saw coming and again uh again my my I, my favorite crowd um there's a, yep. a, a person in the back of the cr- of the house very audibly went what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> And 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 it was and we couldn't like I couldn't disapprove of it because that's exactly what I was thinking. Yep. Like this, I, I, this, I thought I was ugh. like, huh? Who's this guy? Right. Kind of looks like Red Skull. And like, that's what I was gonna. And then, and then it's, it wasn't until he said, "Well, I held one once," and I was like, "Oh shit! Yeah, that is Red Skull." Yeah. Well, so so we'll so we set it up. So we'll set it up. I should, I, I even want to set it up with this because Thor, like I said, he once he meets up with the Guardians, he gives a recap of where all the stones are. 
And yeah. so, because the, they're trying to plan, formulate a plan of how they're going to stop Thanos from yeah. getting the other ones. So he you goes go get to, the reality stone. We gotta, right. we gotta stop. So he says the reality weapon. stones in nowhere with the collector, and uh, the the two of the stones are on Earth. Um, and then he and then he said and then he I, I really like this because it had been a question of the fandom for all of these movies, and th- so Thor literally says like, oh, the Soul Stone nobody's even ever seen in the Soul Stone, so I don't even know if it exists, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they eventually it's get as soon as they show Gamora. Have yes. a reaction to that? Exactly. Like, okay. So they so they torture. Oh, you know what though? Actually, um, going back to what we were talking about earlier, we don't we don't trade lives for the stones. In a way, Gamora bargains for Nebula's life. Yeah, that's true. Because Thanos is that's true. Thanos is going to torture and kill Nebula. Yeah. Before yeah. Gamora says, "No, I know where it is, and I'll take you to it." Well done, David. You're figuring it out. <laughs> oh, Stan's here. Yay. <laughs> I thought you weren't going to connect the dots, but that one was a hard one. Uh, I didn't get it. You left enough clues for me, Mr. Lee. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem, true believer. <laughs> <laughs> now get back to driving your bus. <laughs> okay, I'll go back to my, my core nuts. <laughs> um... But uh, so then they arrive this this new planet that Gamora had tracked a long time ago, and she brings him to uh, it's Vormir, I think is the name Vormir. of the planet. Yes, they climb this awesome looking yeah planet, cool, by cool the way. planet, cool looking planet. Um, brings him to the top of this mountain, and then they get met by um shadowy this shadowy floaty guy, like yeah this floating floaty grim uh, reaper slow motion kind of like. You know, uh, kind of like a a, a, a dread wraith, you know, from yeah, Lord of the Rings. Right. And he's like just floating there, and he's like, "You cannot shut. I know who you are." Like yeah. doing like an inward singing kind of talking. And, <laughs> and I'll say, <laughs> and, it's, and I'll say, because I'm not, you know, you know, we've talked about this. I'm not a Marvel kid, so I I was sitting there being like, "Oh, I guess this is a character that everybody knows that I just don't know." Um, right. So I guess you know we won't ever figure it out, and then and then he steps into the light, <laughs> and it's this character that we haven't seen for almost a decade. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's Red Skull. Yeah, and uh, it was great. Uh, there is a character in the comics that's kind of like while uh, while Thanos is kind of on Titan mm-hmm. and doing all this kind of stuff and um and and he is a he is well it's actually i want to say it's mephisto oh man i have to i have to look at this comic but i thought that's kind of who it was like i thought they were setting up this like other demony character it's not mephisto um it's some other dude now i gotta go look at it Damn it! I, I'm gonna keep talking to you. Okay. I'm gonna go, go look at the Infinity War comic. Okay, great. Me. Um, let's look at the source material. Where did it go? I just gotta find it. But oh, here it is. Infinity Gauntlet. Okay. It's definitely not Red Skull. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> right. Oh, it's he, not a it's not a Nazi curse to live forever. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, his his introduction. He's this kind of like devil looking dude. Um, you know his his intro is 
I stand in awe of Thanos' might and his ability to wield it as if it has been always been part of them. In the twinkling of an eye, the titan whisks us off to the Hall of Death, a realm even I have never dared trespass. <laughs> and in a blinding flash of epiphany, I realize a most disturbing truth. Even ultimate power does not make you the master of all that you survey. <laughs> That's, this, oh, I love that's it. this other dude who I can't figure out what his name is, but I think he, it's some devil guy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He gets killed. Uh, yeah. So instead, instead they give it to Red Skull, which which uh, narratively works for me. He touched the Tesseract uh, decades ago and got cursed to live out eternity protecting the Soul Stone, and uh, and then we get to. I think as much as 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 sad and heartbreaking as it was for Loki's scene. And Vision really broke me. I thought watching Thanos realize what he was what he was about to have to do with Gamora, uh, he really kind of broke me. I I, th- I I teared up a bit in the theater. That, that's what kind of sold him as a villain. I think. Yeah, that he was still going to do it, but that he was uh, Red Skull's Red Skull's line where he says, "Oh, the tears the tears aren't for." What does he say? He says, uh, uh, I'm going to get it wrong. The tears aren't for you. Yeah, or something like that. Or, no, the, the tears... The tears aren't for him. Yeah, they're not for him. They're for you. It's, it's what he's implying. They're for you, Gamora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then he... Yeah. So he throws Gamora to her death, and... I, I wasn't crazy about Gamora's final little monologue there. Uh-huh. Because uh, she's, she's like, all my life I thought of... I thought, you know, you didn't have the thing, and now you're faking this. And I, I kind of wanted. I mean, I think she realized that a little too late, and uh-huh. she's way smarter than that as a as a character. Um, that's that's one of the little things that bugged me. I wasn't. I see that completely happy with just. I wanted her to be like, no, you can't. You know, like just yeah. be really more fiery about this. Like, yeah. you're you're full of it. You never loved anything in your life, and like fight him about this is not like, and then. But like he still sells it, I I just wasn't happy with like yeah. her. She um, she needed I think she needed a bit of a braver last stand. Yeah yeah yeah. Like she like she went for the, she went in her last moment she went for the dagger to kill herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know may, I don't know maybe like she grabs the gauntlet instead I don't know. Because yeah. would Thanos you know like would Thanos because if she had done that if she had tried to go for the gauntlet does does Thanos stop her? He can't kill her because he has to use he has to use her for the soul stone. So like can can he dispose of her in that moment? I don't think he can. So how much of a fight can he put up, you know? Yeah. I, so, that yeah. that's probably the one little I I understand him having to kill her and I don't have a problem with that. I mean, and it sucks that she's probably dead for for like real. Um like she's not probably one of the heroes that is most likely coming back right because it's not part of the snap your fingers and people are going away it's it's that's one of the like her loki heimdall those are villains that are not or those are people that are not coming back right pre um, pre finger snap we'll call it pre pre uh yeah pre gauntlet pfs uh, completion <laughs> pre, pre pfs <laughs> if you suffer from pfs you're not going to come back from you're not Symptoms going to come. Include yeah. dying, being dead, <laughs> bleeding to death, being a corpse, lying not, on the ground, not breathing, exploding, eyes closed. 
<laughs> being vaporized. Being in space. Soul leaving uh, body. Yeah. Uh, Finger snap. Yeah. This <laughs> This is the time for you. Um It goes back to the happy talk. And then um, and, and I think that leads into it. We we talk about the finger snap because it okay. kind it kind of started coming up as like in in my late my sort of later or later episodes it kind of became the predominant theory like this would be kind of a ballsy ending but what if it does kind of end with the finger snap yeah yeah you guys mentioned you know like that that maybe of course they were gonna do it I mean you can't set up ten years of movies and say here's all the Infinity Stones, and have him not get it and do something with it. Exactly. That would have been, I think, more of a letdown and more of a, ah, come on, you know, for Marvel to not let that happen. Yes. But the question was, what was that going to do? And if right. it was basically what the comic does, which is half the universe goes poof. Right. And they did it. And they I did. think that's the ballsiest, like, holy s moment you know well, yeah. we've already cursed <laughs> uh but it's and, but then it was like well who are they gonna you know because when the comic and i'm kind of referencing the infinity gauntlet comic yes uh it's like hawkeye disappears right. it, it's kind of like b heroes um uh you know you see a couple people disappear and then like all the people that fight thanos in the end of the comic when they go to titan it's like it's Cap and Iron Man, Spider Man, Wolverine, Doctor right. Strange, and Cyclops, and like Mr. Fantastic. It's all the. It's your A list, yeah. Yeah. Um, in, and in this, and, and in here, we have the finger snap, different. and it's, and it's all of the new generation. Yeah. Which, like, legitimately confused some people in the theater, like, yeah. like, um, and I and I will say that uh, Peter, Peter disappearing, uh, Mr. Mr. Spider Man, uh. Yeah. Was a legitimately heartbreaking moment. They he he yeah. really sold it. Oh, yeah, um, that was that was the equivalent of um, David Tennant. Oh, regenerating. I don't want to go out of his. I don't want to go, I was oh. like, Mr. Stark. That's that's the first thing I thought of. Was like, oh man, this is like yeah him just which which is different because he's going and he's not being replaced. It's just what if he. What if he phased out and then he gets replaced by Tobey Maguire? When, when everybody, when everybody's when they when they come back, it's a, when they come back, it's uh, Keanu Reeves is Doctor Strange, <laughs> Tobey Maguire is Spider Man, and, and, and Chadwick Boseman is now played by Wesley Snipes. Yeah, <laughs> Wesley Snipes. I was gonna say Wesley Snipes too. <laughs> it's it's like the casting of the nineties. Yes, exactly. Of these exactly. Oh, jeez. Um, so yeah, so uh, so they they killed off all these new and I have a theory about that. Yeah, please. Um, and because you know, you know, kind of outside of the box, right? They're of course going to make another Black Panther. They're of course going to make another Spider Man. They're making another Guardian. So mm-hmm. you know that these people are going to come back in some way, right? Uh, maybe now with Gamora, it's hard to say. Like the, yeah, the, the one thing that might save her is because she is so directly connected with Thanos and yeah. he has the ability to change reality. So maybe she right. could come back. But, um, I have the theory that, so like, all of the original Avengers are still alive. Like the original yes. lineup. I and love that. Presumably by the way. Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh, like, I a think, lot of people. Yeah. I think his, I think a uh, heartbreaking, I think his family is gone. I think his family's dead. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree that with that too. Uh, 
I, and I think a lot of people are like, ah, Hawkeye's, you know, he's Hawkeye. But, you know, there's a there's a great storyline in recent years, and I think they're kind of, like, Hawkeye's an awesome character, and yes. he's not just Arrow guy. <laughs> there's a storyline where Hawkeye kills Bruce Banner because there is a character that sees into the future and sees that the Hulk goes crazy and destroys New York or something like right. that. And so, oh, isn't the, that isn't that the second Civil War? Am I wrong? Yeah, it's the second Civil War. Yes. Okay, great. Yes, okay. it's Civil War two. Yeah. <laughs> and so right. the the question is, um, you know, do we do something about it or not? And Hawkeye shoots Banner before he transforms. It kills the Hulk in this story, Oof. and it's. And it's great, and you're like, holy shit, Hawkeye! Yeah. Like, one, they're friends, but like, two, it's like, man, he he's he's got like it, a well placed shot could make the difference, of course, you know. So, um, and I don't think Hawkeye's had his due, and I think that that him coming back in the next one, um, well, that's that's one theory is that he's definitely still alive. They're setting it up. Yes, I think that something with the the original six plus. Nebula plus Rocket, you know, a couple of other key characters of the right. people that are still alive. Yeah. Okoye, you Pres- know, presumably because um, we don't see them on screen, but presumably Wong, and presumably sure. uh, Shuri, and maybe Ant Man and the Wasp, or right. one of them. I have a theory about that that I'm working. Okay. Uh, that I've yeah, we'll get with. to we'll get to these other movies yes. too. Um, so I think that the six are going to set up. They're in the final battle, and something with the next movie, they're going to be like, "Look, we can reshape." all of these people coming back, but it's going to change. It's going to come at a sacrifice for us. So that's what's going to happen with, uh, you know, you're going to, that's when you're going to lose Iron Man. That's when you're going to lose Cap. That's when you're going to give them time to have a final stand with the original Avengers. And maybe not all of them are going to go, but I think you might lose, you know, Banner, uh, uh, Hawkeye, Cap, you know, pretty much everybody except maybe Black Widow, right? And uh, and Thor, right? And even Black Widow, I don't know, Thor. man. Well, they're making a Black Widow movie. Yeah, but I think like that. I I feel I'm pretty confident that's going to be a prequel. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel like they're like doing this thing of like because Mar- Captain Marvel is also set in the '90s. I feel like yeah. Black Widow. I think they're going to go back in time and. You know, the thing I want is it. I want it to be Budapest. I want to see that mission. Sure. <laughs> you know, sure. I want to see what that was. That and little I, line, yeah. Yeah, and I want to see like that's it's it's young Black Widow and young Hawkeye getting paired up together for the first time, and Shield sends them into Budapest. Right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. so this is a nice uh, transition to the other movies that are coming out. So yeah. the, the next Avengers four, uh, the sequel to Infinity War two, or whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, Thanos, Thanos Triumphant or something like that um, is is coming out. I want to say March. It's uh, May, May something. May might be May ninth or something. Yeah, yeah. So two movies have been announced that are in coming between. out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, okay, yeah. It's May third, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, this Great. is next year. Yeah, um, in, so in Ant-Man is, uh, and the Wasp is and the Wasp. July 6th right. of this year, and Captain Marvel is March right. 8th of next year. So it's it's two months before the Avengers. So it's kind of like the same thing that, almost the same thing that yes. Black Panther did. Right. Um, so I and th- both of those are prequels. 
We right. know Captain Marvel takes place in the 90s, and I think Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place immediately after it's, the events of Civil War. Right, it's supposed because, to be right after Civil War. Right. Um, but, so, yeah. so I think that's going to end with one of Ant-Man or the Wasp phasing out, and then you yeah. have the other one like figuring out, like, oh, I've got to help, I've got to get involved, I've got to figure out what's going on. I understand the quantum realm or whatever they're going right. to do in the, in the sequel to Ant-Man. So, uh, and that's going to play into how to defeat Thanos in so, some ways. So my theory of that was that, like, yeah, it, it uh, a bunch of the third act is them going, to, the Ant-Man and the Wasp going down to the quantum realm and saving Janet, because mm-hmm. we know that Janet's been cast as Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. and we don't know if that's yeah. flashback or if it's present time. We don't know for sure. So, uh, you know, That's awesome. So that's cool, right? Yeah. And I think when they reemerge from the quantum realm, they're like they're they reemerge and it's chaos because it's they've reemerged because time is irrelevant in the quantum realm. So they come yeah. back and a bunch of time has passed. You know, however long the movie takes place over, it skips forward to during Infinity War, and <laughs> and they reemerge and Hank Pym's like, oh my God, you guys have been gone you know, a year and a half or whatever. And then just as he says that, and, and just as he and Janet reunite, he fades away. Ugh. And, and Ant-Man and Wasp now uh, catch up with the rest of the Avengers, tell them what happened. And I think they use the quantum realm to go back in time or, or something. I don't know. I don't know what they're, what's, how they do it. But I think it involves that. Yeah. Um, and then I don't to really go inside of the Infinity Gauntlet. Itself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't know what it would be. Um, I don't. What have if much... they go inside yeah. of the Soul Stone? Oh, I feel like that's gonna be something. I feel like that's gonna play into something because that yeah. in, is in the comics too, right? Isn't that like um, there's a Soul yeah. World or something? Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like that's. Um, I was having I was having this discussion today too about who that is because that's so that's my favorite scene. Um, is right. when he snaps his finger, fingers, um, mm-hmm. everything kind of goes blank for a moment. He's inside, presumably, what is the soul stone. Yeah. And he meets Gamora, and she's standing right. in that little, like, pagoda thing that was on her planet. And it's, and it's a flashback Gamora, so there's it's, definitely some, yeah. like, time, time is not relevant here, and it right. has some different things here. Or I thought maybe that was her soul, like, from an innocent, like, when her soul was sure. innocent, you know? Yeah. Um, so she's he's talking to not like a manifestation of the soul stone or or his own mind. It's not a manifestation of his mind. It's actually Gamora, but like a young Gamora, you know, or the soul of it, uh, of her. And it's my favorite scene because he 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 Josh Brolin gives a beautiful performance. She says she says did it did did you do it? And he says yes. And she says what did it cost? And his face like says it all. And then he says mm-hmm. everything. Everything, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, and then okay, I, here's my yeah. other theory. Oh yes, please. Is, uh, because of the reality warping, you know, magnitude of we have to change the universe to bring everybody back. Right. But it's going to bring. It's at a cost. It's going to. It's not. It's going to bring. It's going to change reality as we know it. Yes. That's how you bring in um, the X-Men. <laughs> That's how you bring in mutants. That's yes. how you bring in uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, my uh, God. New characters and new villains that, up to this point, would have been around. Right. But, and that's how they've always been around. Oh, 
Well, yeah, I love and, it. And that's the, the reality stone or the reality, like the, the power of the Infinity Gauntlet. I mean, mm-hmm. you're talking about a a MacGuffin of epic proportions at this point. Yeah. You can say, hey, how can we do what DC has done several times and just rewrite the, th- the storyline yep. so many times in a cinematic universe where it's not like just kind of awkward recasting of things? Right. Like that, I mean, that's how you could make Iron Man... Uh, Riri Williams or yep. Shuri or whatever, you know, like all these kind of cool things um, going forward into this next uh, weird kind of uh, phase that no one really knows what's going to happen, oh. but still make it kind of organic as this kind of reset button right. that is the, the Infinity Stones. But you know that they're going to bring in these other characters, and I hope they do it in a cool way like that. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just like, well, we've been sitting on the sidelines and not doing anything for right. a while. Hopefully, it, if if not Hello? if not like fully yeah if not like fully in this I hope that they set the foundation for that that this is a you know that yeah it's a new reality and like you know some like a it's just a post credit where they're like hey like you know we should probably check out this like school that's mm-hmm. you know in New York because it's in New York they're like all there you yeah know? although um, I would love to see the on screen. Um, I think this would just be for fans. I would love to see the uh, Illuminati yes. of Stark, oh, sure. Professor X, um, uh, uh, Mr. Fantastic, yeah. Namor. Um, uh, who, was it? who else? It was Black Bolt um, and Black Bolt. Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah. It's, it's representing all the different kind of like segments yes. of, of power. Oh, um, so good! I think that would be really cool. I don't I think it. they're going to get to that, but. But I think that would be that would be a really awesome thing. Yeah. Maybe in the future, yeah. <laughs> they could do something. That could be another. That could be their next big build for the next ten years. Yeah. Although I think the next big, the next big thing is is uh, Secret Wars, and it's right. going to be the Kree invasion. As it's it's. And that's why they have to do Captain Marvel. Right, and it's some that they're going to do Captain Marvel. They're going to set that up. They're going to wrap up this while setting up. Hey. Tony Stark wasn't really Tony Stark. He was a he was a, a scroll that was convinced he was Tony Stark. Oh, they and I, I did read that. Like I cuz I I didn't know the Kree skull, Kree scroll, all that and and somebody said like the theory for the end of Avengers 4 is like one of the original Avengers dies. And mm-hmm. and when they die, it turns into a it scroll. turns into a scroll. And I was yes. like, "Oh my god. Oh, what?" <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Um, so that's possible. Yep. I don't have a theory yeah. for Captain Marvel except that Black, I know it's Black Widow. <laughs> it is. It is. It's Black Widow. That's that's how you have that's how you have your prequel. Yep. And then she still dies. Right. And then. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then she's alive somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They. She goes into high, the end of the Black Widow prequel is them finding right. the real Black Widow like ten years later. Right. Yep. With red hair. Yeah. Exactly. That's how it should be. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Uh, um, okay. uh, I was going to say the only thing was Captain Marvel. I think the only uh, theory I have for it is it's not really a theory. It's just she gives him that pager at the end of the movie <laughs> before she leaves. She like gives yeah, Nick yeah. Fury like, hey, if I'm going to be in space. Just call me if you need me. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's I can't wait for that. It's, it's going to definitely amp up the cosmic uh, aspects of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think that. You could have Captain Marvel. We hopefully we'll see something with Nova. Hopefully there'll be some sort of mention of 
the uh, of Adam Warlock and that pod that was at the end of Guardians well, Two. Hopefully they pay that off. Yeah, played a yeah they, they that played a big part in the Infinity Gauntlet. Like he's basically the the character that um, confronts Thanos at the end of right. that storyline. And I don't I think that's going to be Captain Marvel in the Marvel universe in this in MCU, but. Um, I don't know if they're going to do anything with that or if, uh, how that's going to pay off. It'd or... be interesting if they do. I have faith. Yeah. It'll be something. Well, It'll be something. Well, there you go. I feel like we, I feel like, yeah, we feel like we hit everything, right? We, we hit, we hit a lot for sure. Oh, Chris, it was so good. I'm, I'm excited to see it again. Um, yeah. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you enjoyed it too. Feels like. Thanks for having me back, David. Of, of course. Of course. Um, thank you for doing it again. Yeah, bring this all again. home. We'll we'll talk about we'll talk about Avengers four in a year. Yep, for sure. I'm gonna <laughs> I, I'll probably still be running some sort of podcast in a year, so it'll be a, a very special episode. Uh, yeah, be re, re, uh, of the Avengers reunion. <laughs> well, now you just got to do it every time one of the new movies comes out. I think. I mean, honestly, I, I think I will. I, I think it's gonna have something to do with movies. I like movies, yeah. so I don't know. yeah, that'd be cool. Well, we'll see. All right, man. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. <laughs> ah, they were great. I, 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 I that was I, the other funny line. Why was she up there? This <laughs> <laughs> she had she had great lines. Okoye yeah. had great lines in this one. Yeah, she had that Akoya one, had and then lines. she had the, the the Starbucks line. The Starbucks, yeah. When yeah. you said you were going to open up Wakanda to the world, I didn't think this is what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> the Olympics. The Olympics. Starbucks. A Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. I love it. All right, I gotta go. Yeah, please go on. Get back to the uh, your life. Yes. All right, take care, okay. buddy. Bye. Bye.